Hey, everybody. Welcome to another mini-sode for the Lonely Sluts podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah. And y'all sent us more questions, so we're going to talk about that. Um, The first one is not so much a question. It's a demand. <laughs> Rank your fave pets. Um... I, does this mean the favorite like type of pet, like favorite type of animal to have as a pet, or like literally out of the pets I have now, rank them? Rank the pets you have. Um. Well, technically, because that's so much harder. Technically, the only pet that is mine is my cat Pika. Um. Mm-hmm. So she's the number one by default. Some days she's not, uh, which is sad for her because she's the only one. Um, but out of, now that I'm moving in with my brother and his fiance in Pittsburgh, their dog will be there, Ted, and he's got a, what a name. he's got a loud personality. Um, so I don't know, I guess Pika would rank higher than him just because I'm closer to her and I can easily cuddle her, whereas he is this giant force of nature. That is difficult to cuddle. What about your pets? Hmm. So I personally do not have any pets that like I live with, but my dad has three dogs and a cat, and I have opinions. My first favorite is the cat. His name is Flapjack, and I love him. My second favorite would probably be Waylon. He is a pit bull, and he wants to be a lap dog I love, so bad. I love your He's dad's too big. pit bulls. <laughs> Me too. Then I would go Willie. Willie is a ditch dog. He's a mutt. He's part shepherd, we think. He's got like, you know, a spot <laughs> around his eye. He's like white. He's got, he's like, he looks like a mutt. Um, but I love him. But he's kind of a dick sometimes. He runs away. And just is, like, so happy about it. And we're like, okay. And then my least favorite, my the fourth pet in this ranking would be Chewbacca. He's a Shih Tzu. And he belongs to my stepsister, technically. But he lives at my father's house. And he is too small. And he has a um, skin <laughs> fungus. And he has to have a special bath every two days. Otherwise, he starts smelling and his skin changes color. And he's high maintenance and he's old and he's grumpy. And I feel bad for him, but he's kind of gross. So there's there's that. Okay. (laughs) The next question is, when you both become famous podcasters, how do you plan to change the podcast um, community? That's a hard question for me because I don't really listen to podcasts. And so I'm not, I feel like I'm not in the podcast community. So I don't know what it needs changing. You know, like I don't know what aspects could be improved. I would say that I we are not really, we don't talk to anybody else who has a podcast. But I would say that there's a lot of focus on like true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes to talk about murder, which is a little dark. I listen to a number of murder podcasts. Um, Up and Vanished, I really like. Y'all should all listen to that. I also um, listened to call, one called In the Dark that I really liked. Those are both like crime podcasts where they're trying to solve well they tried to solve like 
cold cases. And in both of those, there have been a break in the case since they've started. So that's kind of interesting. But I would like, I think there's so much more you can do. Like I've started listening to a bunch of podcasts by um, Dak Shepard is doing one called Armchair Expert mm-hmm. where he interviews a bunch of people. And I'm listening to them out of order. I listened to the one with him and Esther Perel. Esther Perel is a psychologist and I don't think that's even right, but she's involved with psychology and therapy and relationships and sex. And she um, is really well known and she's a really she has a profoundly different way of looking at things like marriage. A lot of her work is on infidelity mm-hmm. and um, recovery from that. And I followed her podcast, which is literally she does a therapy session with a couple and you listen to that. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm really excited. So I think that my my goal, if I were to change the podcast community, would be to make it more like versatile. I'm also listening to a podcast about like Duolingo has a podcast in Spanish where it's like teaching Spanish. And I don't think it's like what podcasts are out there is a problem. I think people are just listening to like one kind. Mm -hmm. I think people are like, there's so much. It's like, there's so many resources and you can get them for free. Like it's all an Apple podcast. And like, I don't pay for any of that. And I am learning all this stuff. So I think it's more about people understanding what's out there. You can learn everything. I know there's so many, like so many people are able to create content now and like content that is catered to their interests. And there's so many different interests and hobbies and things out there. So I feel like we need to branch out just in general in life. <laughs> so there's that. Um, the next question Speaking is, of murder. <laughs> speak, yes. Yeah, speaking of murder, the next question is, what's your fave scary movie? Um, that's a tough question. I actually really like scary movies. Um, mm. but I say that and I haven't actually watched any genuinely scary movies in a while. Um, the last scary movie that truly freaked me out, um, oh, was Us. Us really freaked me out. I thought it was so good, though. It was so good. Jordan Peele's Us was really good. Get Out by him is also really good. Um, Sinister, that one's really good as well. That one really freaks me out because anytime there's like creepy children and demons and all of that, it just really is weird and creepy for me. Um, The Conjuring I thought was good as well. Um, Those are probably some of my favorites. Us right now is probably like honestly one of my favorite scary movies. Um, I hate scary movies. I live my life with such a level of anxiety that the tension within a scary movie is not enjoyable for me, like ever. Um, my favorite scary movie. I did see The Sixth Sense, and I did like it. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to avoid all of them on purpose. I don't. I can't. It's not enjoyable. I like my media to be light. Mm-hmm. Or educational. <laughs> Sixth Sense just made me sad, in all honesty. Um, it did, but I liked it because it wasn't... Uh, like, super, super scary. It was kind of more like Nobody was going to get me. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Okay. I like a thriller, but I don't like a... I don't want to be... I don't want to feel I do like psychological thrillers, like Zodiac. I really liked Zodiac. Um, mm. And just other films like that, I guess. Okay. Um, next question. What 
are the best online clothing stores besides ASOS or whatever? Um, that's hard. <laughs> I feel like I just go to stores that I already shop at in person and then I just go to their websites. Um, but I will say lately I have been shopping on Lulu's just because I've needed a lot of nicer, uh, yeah. like either wedding guest dresses or to look at some bridesmaid dresses or just like nicer or wedding dresses. You're getting married <laughs> or my wedding. Repeatedly. Yeah. Um, and so I just wanted some nicer tops and like nicer dresses and stuff. So I've been going to Lulu's. Um, but other than that, I can't really think of anything. Um, I have a handful on Instagram. Like they're all like Vici dolls was recommended to me by somebody I work with yesterday. I haven't bought anything from them, but they're really cute. That's V-I-C-I-D-O-L-L-S on Instagram. Local Eclectic is a jewelry shop. Oh, I, um, I, I bought do my like birthstone ring yeah. from them. They're hella expensive. Lulu's, you already said. Um, Riff Raff, it's Shop Riff Raff. They're an Instagram store that I have yet to spend a lot of money at, but I really would like to. Shop Girls Crew is another jewelry store that's a little bit less expensive than Local Eclectic, but similar style. I'm looking at buying another ring from them. And Ruli, R-O-O-L-E-E, is another online Instagram clothing store. And then I spent a lot of money at this other one called Bell Lily, but it's 100% that like stuff from China oh, that fake. you're like, mm, yeah. this is $4, but we're taking a gamble. And I would say like, 40% of the stuff I got, well, let's see, I bought like four tops and one dress. And the tops are all wearable. Two of them are not what I thought they were, but I'm like, they're fine. And then um, the dress just is made for the weirdest proportioned human who's <laughs> ever existed. So that's a gamble, and there's no returning them. So there's that. Okay, Sarah, the next question is. Top mixed drinks. What are your top mixed drinks? Always a G and T. I am a G and T down to my core. I love gin and tonic. Um, it's hard for. What about like something fancy? Like, do you do like a mar? I say a mar <laughs> like that's fancy. Oh yeah, like that's a mixed <laughs> drink. Class. Like a margarita or like a or like a pina colada. Because I, I, I like do both not those, like pina coladas actually. Um, I don't like them because I love pina colada. I like coconut, but I don't like that artificially. Like, I don't like that fake coconut. If that makes any sense, like the artificial, like you know what I, I like. Know. What do you like? I like pineapple juice and um, Malibu rum with crushed ice. That actually sounds really good. It's so good. It's a great pool drink. Ooh. Um. I like to do the ice in the blender and then put all that in there. It's quality. It's like a poor man's peanut butter. Oh, color. I have. But I would also say. Oh, I would say I have been making um like wine smoothies a lot lately um, with just like mixed berries and a sweeter wine. So like a Moscato or Riesling. I do like those. And it makes me feel healthy because I'm like, ah, like a mango and strawberry and like pineapple went into this. Fruit. No, I would say gin and tonic as well. I also have started drinking Tom Collins because they're basically lemonade with vodka. So that's cool. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, this next question is a little juicier. <laughs> and I'm going to have a really disappointing answer. How many times have you woken up in someone else's place unintentionally? Um, I have to think. I would say... 
twice, I think, sometimes. How many times did you... I would say zero times. I knew my answer was going to be like disappointing. Well, here's the thing. I do everything intentionally. No, just kidding. I just make a plan. Like I, if I'm, I don't go home with strangers. I bring them to my house so they know where I live so they can kill me later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I really, I zero times. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) What are what are the settings for your two times? I'm just times? going out with friends and then just, you know, things ending <laughs> in a different place than I expected. Usually, I don't know. I, like, plan, like, to stay at people's houses. I, I've really just – I don't think I've ever slept anywhere that I didn't know I was sleeping. Like, I woke up in a friend of a friend's place and I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just the night takes mm. you – further than you could ever dream thus far i've landed where i've planned to land every time i mean that's the goal that's always the goal yeah Yeah. okay next question Ooh, this one can get a little deep i feel how has our perceptions of relationships evolved since high school let's give this like a spark notes answer because i think this could be like a whole thing i don't even know where to like begin in all honesty (laughs) high school me was so I don't know it was so teenagery it was very much like I can't even begin to describe I think I've gotten a lot chiller if that makes any sense like a lot less high maintenance with regards to like oh they like need to talk to me every day or if they're not talking to me then they don't like me and like blah 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 And they can't talk to, like, that person because I think they might like them, too. Like, just being very needy and, like, reading into things a lot more than necessary in high school. Whereas going through college and graduating college and living life now, um, I just feel like I take it more easy. (laughs) I would agree, but in a little bit of a different sense. I don't think I ever was like, they need to text me 24-7. Like, they can't be talking to other people. Like, I never, like, really felt that way. I also never dated anybody except for casually a couple people. But, like, I... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was... Okay. Okay, so prom for my senior year of high school has been coming up on my memories on Facebook and all that good stuff. And I was looking at the pictures, and it was me and the guy I was going out with senior year... And first off, we look so cute. We look so good and we look so happy. And I thought about like tweeting about it and I was like, oh my God, I wish I looked as happy as I was for my senior prom like every day or like at least ever again. Like I was so happy. And I thought about tweeting it, but I didn't because I realized that my uh, senior prom date follows me on Twitter and I didn't want to be weird about it because... I broke up with him senior year of high school because I put too much pressure on what we were doing. Like, we had been going out, like, we had been talking since, like, probably February. Because I have a very strong memory of Valentine's Day that year. Um, He was not really a part of it. I was just thinking about prom. And I, anyway, but, like, and then, yeah, probably February through, like, 
early June. And then I he wanted me to be his official girlfriend. And I broke up with him because I freaked out because I was like, we're going to have to break up in August if we don't break up now. So what's the point? Which is so stupid. I got so far ahead of myself. And I think now that even if I knew that he was going to like if I was dating somebody and they were going to move in August, but I liked them, I was like, well, might as well hang out with mm-hmm. them now. And then like, I think I've taken like some of the pressure. I just like to I I I think I've learned to take things a little bit less seriously, which is crazy because I'm still so intense. <laughs> like I, I it's hard to imagine that 18 year old me was even more intense than 24 year old me, but she was. I know. I think I had more feelings, like with regards specifically to romantic relationships and intentions as a high schooler than I do now, which is weird because I had nothing going on in high school. So. Mine's um, a case-by-case basis because um, I have different feelings about different boys. <laughs> the wrong boys. Okay. <laughs> I guess. All right, so this next question, I love that this got asked because, oh my God, you're going to think I'm the nerdiest person in the world about this. This question says, What's it? Or it doesn't say what. It just says talk about the difference between boys and girls rating scales, and this is like what, like on a scale of one to ten, if you were to look at a boy and you were to rate him, what would you use to like? What traits would you use to rate him, and how would that affect it? And then like for boys, what do you think that they rate girls? Like, what's their criteria? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm assuming this is just going off of looks and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, for, like, girls looking at guys that they're interested in, I think it's definitely, like, face, <laughs> like, facial features and, and like, jawline <laughs> yeah. and all of that stuff, maybe beard or not, um, how, mm-hmm. like, toned and athletic they are, um, hair, and height, height as well. Height. Um, I would say girls look at height and face where boys look at body yeah boys are definitely like in my head it's like straight to boobs and ass um tits and ass tna for the guys tna Um, yeah no i would definitely say i like i think my eyes go straight to kind of like smiling like if a person's smiling i like to see their smile and then also obviously like i take in how tall they are first thing as well um okay so on this topic do you want to hear the nerdiest possibly most embarrassing thing i've ever done that i'm about to out myself for i'm a girl who loves some data okay i spend my life trying to quantify things that can't be quantified i want love by the numbers baby and that's not a thing that happens but um so i was at uh, dinner with some friends who were all guys and we were talking about like the average and I was like Ooh. we were like rating somebody I don't even remember who it was but I was like he's like a five and they were like no he is not and I was like yeah he is he's average he's exactly average he's a five and they're like the average is not five and so we each like went through our dating apps we just were on tinder and we swiped through 15 people each of us and took the um average and the average ended Ooh. up being around five right 
And that was just like, I did 15 and each of them did 15, but they were looking at girls. And I was like, I wonder what the real average actually is. So do you know what I did? Did some research? <laughs> I made an ex I made an Excel spreadsheet. You nerd. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh so I I had I downloaded Bumble again <laughs> for this experiment. I have Tinder, I have Hinge, I have Bumble. Um I went through one hundred profiles Holy on moly. each app. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take that long. <laughs> I um then entered like all the numbers into uh, an Excel spreadsheet, and here are the results. On Tinder, the app this is one hundred percent based off of my arbitrary rating. Like, I it's it's not consistent criteria for this, but nobody's gonna friggin' <laughs> fact check me anyway. So, <laughs> the average rating on Tinder, I gave guys a four point oh three. The mode was four. And I also calculated this too. I only swiped right on six 100? guys out of the wow. 100 guys. But what, I matched with all six of them, level, which is a 100% match to swipe ratio. On the scale, do they have to be for you to swipe right? Okay. Mm, five or higher. Yeah, like their bio. There's other stuff. factors. Yeah. Like five is average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. Okay, next I looked at Hinge. The average for Hinge is a little bit higher. It's 4.7. The mode is 5. I liked 3 guys out of the 100 and I wow. matched with 0 That's of a them. <laughs> yeah. And then Bumble. Um I the average rating was the highest on Bumble. It was 4.76. The mode was still 5. I liked nine guys mm -hmm. on Bumble, which is the highest like ratio. And then I like during the time that I was like focused on making this, I didn't match with any of them. Later, I matched with two of them, but still two out of nine isn't great. So this data tells me I it's 22 percent download Bumble. <laughs> yeah, but like you're. I mean, I get, yeah, I, that's what it says, but I still hate Bumble. I messaged some dude the ice cream question on Bumble last night, and he was like, I don't know. My favorite ice cream is chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, that's not the question I asked. So you're you stupid? No is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're saying? He was like, what's your favorite ice cream? And I'm like, my favorite <laughs> ice cream is irrelevant. What ice cream am I? Anyway. Oh, my favorite ice cream is irrelevant, boys. <laughs> didn't. It needs to describe me. <laughs> so you didn't think I'd have some data on that, but I sure did. Okay, the next thing. Um, this was suggested for us to talk about. This is 100% an inside joke with me and my college roommates. It says, Pandy Nannies? <laughs> nope, it doesn't. I was wondering. Okay, because we had run through, <laughs> we had run through these questions really quickly before we started recording. And you told me the story, like a really quick Spark Notes version of the story, and you said that you said it the different way. But I re I was reading it, <laughs> and I was like, it's not how she says that it's written, <laughs> and I was very confused. Okay. okay, it is written. This is the whole. This is why it's funny, and it's not going to be funny to anyone. So I don't know. I'm including this on here, except for at Tori. You'll hear this. Um, Panda nannies. One day, me and my roommates were all home, and we were doing face masks and drinking, and we were watching a documentary on pandas, as one does. 
And I don't even remember what I was trying to say, but I was trying to comment on like how great it would be to be a panda nanny. But I accidentally said pandy nanas and we all laughed so hard that I peed. And um, I just thought that I would put that on the internet. This is a really embarrassing Wait, mini research for me, about apparently. dating apps and pees herself. <laughs> <laughs> two things, two things you need to know uh, about Claire. <laughs> this is why. This is why uh, my life has turned out the way it has. Okay, that's not a typical thing, but like, if you say <laughs> "pandy nana," I will. I, I'm like paralyzed by laughter, and it doesn't. It's, it's, Oh, if I say that three times in a mirror uh, quickly, will you think appear? about that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you go, Pandy Nana, Pandy Nana, <laughs> Pandy Nana, poof. That's, oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah. This last one um, could potentially be a whole episode. It says thoughts on dating different astrological signs, experiences. Looking at you, see. Um, I think we should do this mm-hmm. as a full episode, or at least a full mini-sode. I don't want to um, cut this short. I will say that I'm a Virgo. Yes, I am an Sarah, Aries. Sarah, you're an Aries? Um, I very much identify with Virgo. All the traits are very on brand for me. Um, um, Sarah, I, do you have like, When you see the stereotypical Aries, Aries stuff, um, like the hot-headed, spontaneous risk-taker stuff, doesn't super fit my vibe. I I think I can be hot-headed, but I'm definitely not spontaneous risk-taker. I do not like spontaneity. Um, so, yeah, so that part I never really felt like clicked with me. But, you know, I was born in March, so that happens. <laughs> okay. Well, like, as far as, like, dating them, I've had a thing for multiple Pisces and a thing for multiple Virgos, which is interesting because they're on opposite sides. Like, I'm a Virgo, and Pisces is the direct opposite. It's a water sign, and it's, like, opposite on the Zodiac, and I'm an Earth sign. Um, And then Virgo-Virgo compatibility is supposed to be shit. Virgo-Pisces compatibility is supposed to be, like, hit or miss. I had a thing. T-shirt was a Scorpio, and he <laughs> is a Scorpio. And um, football is a Capricorn, and he is very Capricorn. And Capricorns and Virgos are very similar, so I think I might like to date another Capricorn. But I mean, I'm not gonna like look up somebody's What's birth the chart first. What's across thing. from Aries? Do you know? Mm, I'd have to look it up. I, I, I gotta be honest, I don't know if I know anyone's that I've like talked to or been seeing. Like, I don't know if I know anyone's astrological. A Libra? Libra. Oh, high school was a Libra. My high school dude Libras. was a Libra. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone's. I know my friends. Like, I know, obviously, I know yours. So you just said it, but <laughs> I know yours and I know like my mm. close friends because we just like talk and joke about them sometimes. But I don't know any of the people that I've ever like been talking with like theirs so well i think i have i have a book called sextrology so i think um we'll do a podcast about astrology and dating all that good stuff and we can look up sarah's ex somebody's and we can look into mine a little bit deeper and it'll be really fun i think it's fun stuff to look into 
I just don't know anything about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, as far as what we have for this week, that's was, pretty much it. Was it. A pretty long episode. Sarah, I do you think, have anything to um, add? It was good. I'm so glad that people are still yeah. sending in like comments and questions and things for us to talk yes. about because it really does fuel these minisodes. So thank you for that. Um, other. Cause we usually actually put a, a decent amount of research into the podcast it's and then the minisodes were just like, all right, <laughs> Lego. Oh wait, I got another one. I got another question we'll right we'll now. What is do it? we do we it? Can, in all, we can take out and post if we don't like it. Okay. What's cuter? Mm-hmm. Booping? Like nose booping? Or unconsensual um, hand holding? Well, I have an answer, and these are both based on personal experiences. Bad, but I hate booping. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's booping is cuter. That's the answer. Unconsensual hand holding is uh stupid. Yeah, exactly. Booping is also unconsensual, but it's also shorter and a little bit less uh, disregarding body autonomy. Um, and uh, okay, he's referencing the guy I went out with in high school. We went to a movie, and I don't—he booped me on the nose, and that stuck with me, and I didn't like I it. And it was like one of the reasons I was like, I, "We have to break up." Doing that in a um, serious way to me. No, it was totally. I mean, like I was like eighteen, and it was a joke, but it bothered me. <laughs> I've never been. Who's who seriously booped somebody? That's. Not, I heard that he seriously booped her. Um, and <laughs> yeah, he seriously booped her. She's in the hospital. No, just kidding. Okay, um, if you have an opinion on what's cuter, unconsensual hand holding or booping let us know drop a comment send us a dm uh we are at the lonely sluts on twitter and instagram we also are the lonely sluts at gmail.com we want to know your opinions thank you so much for listening uh we appreciate you we appreciate your questions and tune in next week for a full-length episode thanks bye